This call is being recorded. Thank you, team, so much for jumping on the call here this morning. I appreciate it. Uh, episode 202, Take Flight, is your business predictable and enjoyable? And this is going to be kind of like my final sales pitch, my, you know, my, you know, my, you know, it's closing statement. Um, as it relates to database and relationship management. Uh, but before I go there, I want to remind you of my professional purpose, and that is to help you, the broker advisor, optimize your productivity and help you become the best version of yourself. Why? Because happy brokers, they do sell more real estate. And I do that by helping you handle challenges and opportunities that you face every single day. And if you can effectively manage certain situations that arise on a daily basis in your business. You'll be more productive and live a life that is the best version of you. And that's really what I want for you is that, that you would live the best version of you. And my ask today is that you listen to me as if we are across from each other in my office or on the phone, as if this is like a personal one-on-one -on -one coaching session. So, um, on this 202nd episode of my Monday morning pep talk, I'll make a final attempt during this segment of Take Flight version 4.0 to challenge you to take a hard look at your business and ask yourself, is my business predictable and enjoyable? You know, I've been in the business for 25 plus years and have studied it, lived it from every angle. And I've concluded that it comes down to one question. Do you want to build your business that, do you want to build a business that focuses on relationships? You know, those five lists that we've been talking about as your primary goal, or do you want to be transactional in your mindset, primarily focused just on moving properties? Over the course of this episode, I will cover the things that I considered when I made that decision to go all in on the relationship game after the transactional model failed me in a big way. This episode could easily have been included at the beginning of the segment, of this segment, which we call the cabin, you know, this section of uh, Take Flight version 4.0. But I think it's important at this stage to help you sift through all the factors that we've learned over the last eight, nine weeks. Um, and, uh, you know, use them to make a decision on what it is that you want to do moving forward. You know, what kind of business model do you want to choose? And there's 12 things here that I, as I kind of did a download and brain dump on this call, but there's 12 areas here that I use to validate my decision, which has led to coaching um, a relationship-based model. Okay. Number one, what is the definition of predictable and enjoyable? First off, right? Um, I want to I want to note that I realize and I've experienced that this business is tough, right? It can take you to the highest peaks emotionally and the lowest valleys. That's why a broker advisor gets paid what they get paid, okay? If everybody could do it, 
Everybody would be doing it, but you can't. It's tough. Most couldn't do what you do each day, um, knowing that the commissions don't get paid until the property trades. It takes a certain type of person to enter that arena every single day. Still, the biggest stressors that I've witnessed from brokers and advisors is that is when that hot list of active buyers and sellers, you know, your pipeline um, gets low. If those batteries are not charged, see episode 201 from last week, the relationships are not that there. The relationships are not there to power your business. If you want to be predictable, you need to put in the effort consistently to properly maintain your CRM and the lists it contains. If the business is predictable, it becomes enjoyable because you'll get to the point where you get to decide who you want to work with within your business. A predictable business has a constant flow of new business, eliminating the massive peaks and valleys and the emotional roller coaster that goes with an unpredictable business. Because of this, a predictable business is more enjoyable. Enjoyable does not mean it will be easy. Okay? Just like I remind you that I am not passive in my approach. You'll find very few people that work as hard as I do, that get after it every single day. We are not passive. But the goal is to have an enjoyable business, a predictable business. That does not say it's going to be easy. It's a lot of work and it's tough. Number two, a relationship model works in every market. It has worked over generations and it will continue to work for successful entrepreneurs and companies for generations to come. It worked during COVID. It worked coming out of COVID. It works in a tough market, works in a booming market. If you have a relationship-based model, it's going to work in every market. And I learned that in 2008 when I was transactional, the market went south. A lot of those people that had those relationships still got through, still did okay without, you know, the major roadkill that most of us that were transactional experienced. Okay. Number three, people hire who they know, like, and trust. The trust has to be earned and maintained. Number four, don't ever forget the law of compensation. Your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. The law of influence, your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. The law of authenticity, the most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. Thank you, Bob Berg, for writing The Go-Giver. Number five, a relationship-based business, if executed properly, converts at 20%. Um, That means that we get a return on our database of 20%, meaning if you have a hundred relationships that know you, like you, and trust you as a real estate broker, you should get 20 referrals. And I have, I've tested this. It, it comes right in at about 20%. Most other lead generation strategies out there convert at about one to 5%. The ROI on your time in a relationship based man or relationship based business is three to time three to ten times better than most lead generation strategies. Um, for those of you that know uh, the people that that buy leads, 
that are paying an extreme amount of money for that, if they are converting at three to five percent, they are superheroes. And they're getting people coming into those lead sources that um again are uh you know they're they're tough. So, you know, keep that in mind when we look at this, what the conversion rate is, and then the people that you get on the back end are gonna be much more of those that you want to work with. All right. Number six, relationship-based businesses can be and are much more profitable because the expense ratio is much lower. The, the investment is primarily your time, right? The investment is primarily your time. Number seven, a well-run relationship-based business will, be, will turn into a business that produces 90% referrals, right? So once you've been in the business for a while and you've done this for two, three, four, five years, 90%, 95% of your business is going to come from referrals. That other 5% is going to be lead generation sources coming in from, from other places, right? Um, so that's where you want to be. In the beginning, when you're brand new, it's going to be 10% because you don't have that database built up yet. But that's the goal is over time, build this up so that that those batteries in your database CRM power your business, okay? Um, number eight, if you are switching from a transactional or call it a hybrid model to a relationship-based model, the process can be and will be humbling in the beginning when you categorize your top 100 and you have way less contacts that qualify for those higher platinum and gold Okay, those platinum gold than you thought you would have. The reality sets in that you've got some work to do. You have to understand and believe that less is more. And it's really hard to conceptualize for most brokers and advisors new to this process that 50 contacts in your CRM or in your top 100 can outproduce 2,000 contacts on an email list. The only way you'll believe it when you see the results, and again, that can take some time. It takes commitment and patience to plant in the spring and harvest in the fall. Going off script here for a little bit, um, you know, growing up around a lot of, in the agricultural community in central Nebraska, you know, farmers, they don't, they don't question that if they plant their corn and their alfalfa and their wheat in the in the spring, they've done it enough to know that come harvest time, they're going to harvest. They have that sense of understanding about the process, how it works. And, you know, so once they, you've, you've done it for years and years and years, you just know that the process works. And that's where you've got to get. Okay. And this, that's kind of why I'm doing this sales pitch today. Knowing, sitting where I'm sitting right now, I know it works. My job has been to bring as many people along with me as I possibly can. Um, be that farmer that's farmed for 25 years and is teaching new farmers how to, how to go about this. All right. Um, so like I said, it takes commitment and patience to plant in the spring and harvest in the fall. Number nine, the only thing that can be fully counted on long-term is your CRM full of relationships. 
most other lead generation strategies could go away or be restricted. If you don't own it, if you pay for it and you rent a lead generation source or a social media platform, there is risk that that could go away. Okay? There is risk that that could go away. Um, when I started out, I put all of my eggs in the basket of one developer and was taught this lesson in an incredibly hard way. Okay? An incredibly hard way. Lead generation sites and social media platforms, like I said, could go away. Is it likely? Maybe, maybe not. Probably not. But could it? Sure. Could it be restricted? Sure. But your relationships in your CRM that you own cannot be taken from you. Okay? If you are new to the business, start building a relationship-based business your first year. One relationship will turn into two, two turns into four, four to 10, and it will grow from there and it will grow quickly, especially once you hit that year two or three mark. If you start the right way by year five, you'll have a really nice, predictable, and enjoyable business. Yeah, I just did say two, three, four, five years. If you look at any and every successful real estate broker, you cannot compare your chapter one to their chapter 10 or their chapter 15 or their chapter 20. That's not how this, that's not how this works. Okay. You got to start out and you got to do this in episodes. I coach in an episodic manner, meaning season one, episode one, you got to take, and that's how I'm teaching take flight. Okay. Episodes. Um, do not compare new agents. Do not compare your season one to a top broker season 15 or season 16. Okay. Just isn't, um, reality. Okay. Um, number 11, trust the process different than believing in the process, right? Yeah, you could believe this when I say it. Yeah, Jim, I get it. But trusting it means you're committed. Um, and you got to commit to the long game. It takes time. You are literally building your business brick by brick, client by client. The end result is that you will have a business that attracts clientele instead of having to consistently hunt for new properties to sell as your only business development strategy. You have to commit day to daily action to make it work. I highly recommend that you find a group of like-minded people to create an accountability and develop a WAM, a weekly accountability meeting. Go back to the 12-week year strategy process that I talked about early in um, this Take Flight course that I'm teaching on these Mondays. Get yourself some people that are going to lift you up, hold you to account. A big, 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 big part of this process, okay? but you have to trust it. You have to commit to it. Number 12, if you've decided that you want to go all in on the relationship-based model, but are finding a lack of energy to put the effort into the process, go back to episode number 184, which is create your destination and listen to that episode. We talk about vision. When you're finding it hard to get up and do this stuff, your vision is not big enough. You're not excited about it. 
it enough. That move, that movie trailer in your mind is not getting you out of bed in the morning. So go back, look at the vision that you created for yourself and say, is that big enough? Am I going to get up and hustle every single day? Is it easy? No. Are there times where I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, there is. Um, then I go back to why I'm doing it. I'm like, okay, time to, time to double down and get after it. All right. I kind of feel like I'm selling past the close here, right? Um, on this cabin section of Take Flight version 4.0. And I don't want to push too much and have you guys tune me out, right? I'm at that point. I feel like I have to sell it hard because the industry as a whole is transactional. Uh, kind of bums me out a little bit. I got to be honest. When 90 to 92% of brokers don't stay in touch with their clients post-closing. You've, you've got the information that you need to make the decision on whether or not a relationship-based model is a fit for you. Okay. So let me leave you with a metaphor that I think will put some perspective around this episode. Okay. Imagine you are a talented chef that has worked in other restaurateurs, restaurants, for the early years of your career, and you've made a decision to open your first restaurant. You'll decide your concept, which is your niche, around your talents, your tastes, and really the size and location of the restaurant that you want to open. You know, so how many tables and how many seats, right? You know that every chef or restaurateur knows that you've got to nail it right? You've got to execute flawlessly um, for the first three to six months of your business to have any term, have any hope for long-term success. Now, again, you've got to execute over the life of your business, okay? But really, truly, to get a restaurant off the ground, you have got to be flawless in that first three to six months, okay? The success of a restaurant depends on if you can get people to come back over and over again and to also recommend it to their friends, okay? If a chef restaurateur can't create that with their food and hospitality, the longevity of the business is doomed. A restaurant has to create great food and a great environment for people to want to come back over and over to fill those seats and those tables. If the tables and chairs are reserved out in advance, that creates predictability, profitability. Running a restaurant is tough, but running one that has predictability around its profit is much more enjoyable for that restaurateur. Okay. My question for you would be, why would that strategy where a restaurant cannot be transactional, at least at the high end, right? Why would that strategy be any different for a real estate brokerage business? Why would it be any different? And that's the decision for you to make. Team, I want to thank you for jumping on the call. I've got a couple more weeks here where I'm going to do some random calls here. And then towards the end of the month, and into Labor Day weekend. Um, I will not be doing a call, um, but I do appreciate you guys jumping on today. The follow-up email will be sent out tomorrow. If you'd like to receive this content, please, you know, you can visit my Instagram on the profile link. There's a place where you can simply go on and 
ask for the ask to be on my email. Um, I don't spam. I, you know, I, uh, you want to unsubscribe, you can, or you can just send me an email to askjamiller at gmail.com and we'll get you added. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Enjoy this beautiful weather. Talk to you soon.